Hey, I'm Jenny. And I'm Lindsay, and you're listening to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. This is a place for you if you want to learn all the things about hosting a virtual summit. We've hosted and produced countless summits, and we can't wait to share with you all of our biggest secrets. So sit back, grab your favorite drink, and get ready to put on a killer summit experience. Welcome to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be chatting all about the difference between free and paid summits and kind of just diving into that structure so you can determine which one might be a good fit for you. So first up, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the difference between free and paid summits. So typically with the free model, you have um, a sign-up page and people opt-in, give you their email address, and then they get access to the presentations once they go live for usually between anywhere between 24 and 72 hours is what I've seen. Most commonly 24 or 48. Some people are more generous and do 72. Um, but then after that, the presentations are no longer live and they have to purchase to get access to all the replays and whatnot. Um, so that is that. Um, and then with paid summits, people typically do a lower entry fee, but um, it's usually, I feel like it's usually anywhere between like 19, 17, 27, that kind of range. It's not super, super expensive, mm-hmm. um, for the most part from what I've seen, but those are kind of the two different options and the paid summits you pay. And then some people do different structures. Like some people I mean you pay and then you get access to the re- replays for a week and then you can upgrade to get them for life or, you know, something like that. So it really depends on kind of what you want to do there and what feels good to you. Um, But for context, all of our summits are the free opt-in model, and then we have upgrades. So. Yeah. And I think we really like the free model. Um, When I think of paid events, I think the word summit is rarely used when in their titles or describing them, but that's essentially what it is. So when you think of paid summits, they're kind of more like paid online conferences or something like that. Normally it's the same setup, but if you're going to be paying for something up front, I feel like you're going to need to include some more engagement or or community or something aspect to it. Um, that's that's kind of what we've seen. But yeah, like Jenny said, we really love the free and that's what we have done. Um, so some of the benefits of hosting free summits and going that route. Um, I think you just get more signups in general and you get a bigger list build because it's a free event. Now there's also kind of a downside to that is maybe not all of them are 100% your target market. Maybe they're just kind of freebie seekers, you know, because they haven't, they haven't paid you for anything, but this is a great way to give a lot of value for free and really put that value add up front. So it's basically like a lead magnet just as an event. So you're giving all of this value. Um, Another, another one of the benefits of hosting a free summit is I would say that normally for free summits, you don't pay your speakers. So speakers typically 
acknowledge that they are participating for free and they're participating for the exposure and experience and um, yeah, just kind of the exposure and the experience and the connections and stuff like that. Whereas I feel if it was a for sure paid event, there might be some expectation that some of the speakers might want to get paid, even though regardless, both options, you would probably have an affiliate link for them. But I think it's just a different feel on the side of the speakers. And I actually saw a post going in one group talking about this saying that um, she just got approached to be a speaker because she's been participating in Clubhouse a lot, but it's for a paid event. And she was like, is it common to not get paid? Like she just felt like it felt a little bit off. So like that conversation was happening in this one Facebook group. Um, so yeah, and then I think the other benefit of a free summit is there's probably less, um, I don't want to say tech hiccups, but less probably customer service thing. Because like if somebody joins and then, you know, joins the summit, and then maybe it's like not what they expected, they would just maybe not watch the rest of the summit. Whereas if you have a paid summit and they pay and it's like, oh, this isn't what I expected, you might get some refund requests. I don't know if I'm missing really any benefits of the free. Do you have anything to add there? I would just say, um, I guess, yeah, I mean, we do still, with our free summits, we do still get some people who are like, oh, I can't access this page, um, which is totally fine. Like, we prefer people to tell us versus, like, letting it sit there and be broken and no one's saying anything. That means that our... Or complaining in the right. Facebook group instead of reaching out right. to us. Yeah, that, that, that's, we appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, I think those are pretty much the benefits of free. Curious about if hosting a virtual summit will be a good fit for you? Then we've got just the thing. Head to summitsuccesssquad.com slash quiz and take our free quiz that will let you know if hosting a summit should be in your future. Um, so now kind of going to the other thing and the benefits of paid is obviously like whoever joins is putting money in your wallet and obviously they're going to have a bit more kind of skin in the game because they paid you whether that's 17 bucks or 27 bucks or more depending um or if they even upgrade um but at least with that you know we're getting some financial return um with the free summits you know you could have an upgrade and no one, no one upgrades. And you're like, cool. I put on all of this event for, for free and, you know, got zero ROI except for growing my email list. Um, so at least with paid, you know, you're going to be making some money unless no one signs up, which that could happen, but pretty rare. <laughs> um, so that is kind of the, um, the benefit there. Um, but something else that I found, so I was actually a speaker in a paid event, um, the done a day series. Um, and we didn't get paid for that, um, which is fine. We had affiliate links. So I think a lot of them, at least in the online entrepreneur space that we're familiar with still do like a low cost paid. And then you rely on speakers to promote with their affiliate link, not, not necessarily paying them. I'm not sure if like the, uh, keynotes got paid, but the panelist um, didn't get paid. So I can't vouch on that since I was only a panelist and not like a keynote or anything. Um, but that's kind of my experience. So I think that that's kind of like you could get paid 
um, or not. But another benefit of a paid summit is um, not only are you, you making the financial gain, your people, like I said, have more skin in the game. So they're more likely to be active and attend and really absorb the information because they paid for it versus a free summit. How many times have you signed up for a summit and then been like, oh crap, I didn't watch anything. <laughs> I mean, I know I've done it before, or I only tuned into one presentation, even though I wanted to see 10 of them just because time constraints. And then I didn't feel compelled to upgrade or whatever. Um, so that's kind of another benefit of paid. Your people are more likely to stick around. Um, and then a lot of the time with the paid, you usually get access for a week because you paid. And then after the fact, then you can upgrade to have lifetime access or, you know, in perpetuity of the event, whatever that may be. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of a benefit of paid. Your people are more engaged because they paid you. And obviously you have kind of a guaranteed income from the summit, whether that's 500 or $5,000 or more, you know, so that's kind of the benefit of paid. Um, obviously we prefer free. That's what we have done all along and we are not changing that unless we have like some insane event like that includes like these like insane bonuses that we would just be stupid to not <laughs> charge for but like as it is now we really like the free model and we feel like that works for us and it works for a lot of other entrepreneurs in the space um but yeah I've been seeing a lot more of those paid ones pop up lately haven't you I have two. And I think it's because the in-person events you can't go to right now. And like we kind of mentioned in the beginning, I think the big difference is if it's going to be more like a conference type thing, and there is going to be a bunch of networking and connection and engagement aspects to it and it's basically like just an online version of an in-person event then I think paid works really well but if it's more kind of just I want to help as many people and I can and really build my list and make some income and make some impact and um you know the focus is more on the presentations and the learning rather than maybe the networking and the experience as a whole, then I think free is the way to go. And I don't want that to sound like we don't put any thought into the experience of the free summits because that is 100% not the case. But I think it's just different expectations. I also think one of the other benefits, Jenny, you can let me know if you think this is right as well, is that I think the speakers are probably more engaged as well in a paid event because, um, you know, with, with their promotion and stuff too, because they, they know that they're going to make some money for sure. If their list decides, like if their audience decides to, to join it. And I just think there's like an extra level of, I don't want to to say professionalism because I don't think there's anything wrong or unprofessional about a free summit, but I just think there's that like added layer. Yeah. I, I noticed there. that like just kind of this has nothing to do with the benefit of free or paid, but I've noticed that a lot of the people who are charging for their summits or events are more well known names. Um, at least in the past couple months that I've seen, you know, 
three or four maybe from bigger names that have popped up. Um, they're all relatively in, like affordable. They're, none of them are like outlandishly priced, but they're all charging. And it's typically the host is like a bigger name and they have, um, you know, bigger name guests. So they feel like they can charge for that. Um, even if they don't have like um, specific extras that you wouldn't have at a typical free summit. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I've seen that as well. Um, so I think that's kind of it for our free versus paid summits. I think either option is great. It really depends on your, your preference, but again, normally when it's paid events, I rarely see the name summit. It's more like a conference or something like that, but we want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find the show notes at www.summitsuccesssquad.com slash episode dash four. And then if you have been wanting to host a summit of your own and you're not sure where to begin, we would love if you snagged our summit planning blueprint because we go into our five-piece summit planning framework, which is going to help make your summit planning process a success. And you can snag that at www.summitsuccesssquad.com slash blueprint. And then if you have been enjoying the podcast, we'd be so very grateful if you could rate, review, and subscribe to Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play. And we will see you next episode. Thank you so much for spending time with us today on the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. If this episode was helpful, be sure to share it on social media and tag us at Summit Success Squad or personally share with someone you know could benefit from the episode. New episodes will be released every Wednesday. See you next time.